It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Why I hit you guys back up here on another Victory Monday for the Carolina Panthers, the fifth one of the season. The Carolina Panthers now at 5-2 and two after their big victory, very impressive victory, 36-21 to 21 over the Baltimore Ravens. A uh, very, very good showing by the Panthers, both on offense and on defense. Started slow. Uh, again, you know, the, another week that... It was, it was a little bit of a slow start, but luckily this time the, the slow start didn't last very long. It only took the Panthers about half of the first quarter to actually wake up. Once uh, the Ravens drove the field on that first drive that lasted uh, a little over seven minutes, resulting in a touchdown. After that, it was pretty much all Carolina. Uh, twenty, I believe it was 20 unanswered points after the Ravens' first touchdown. Uh, it was 20, 27, actually, I believe. I think it was 27 to 7 at one point before the Panthers uh, finally, or before the Ravens finally scored another another point. Yeah, at one point, because it was 24 7 going to the half, and then they added another field goal uh, in the third quarter to make it 27 to 7. So uh, just an overall outstanding performance. On both sides of the ball. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, of course, as always, Locked On Panthers brought to you by our great sponsors over at MyBookie, uh, Vivid Seats, and Loki Swap, and as well as Blue Chew. A lot of, lot of great sponsors. I want to give them a shout out, especially MyBookie. By the way, uh, I had a, a very good week this week in terms of picking the games. Uh, don't think I was as good picking against the spread, but in terms of straight up, uh, so far I'm perfect, actually, <laughs> as amazing as that sounds. Uh, I'm going to enjoy that because it's probably it's probably never going to happen again. So I'm going to uh, savor that moment for sure. But uh, my bookie, of course, uh, you know, the great sponsor here at Locked On Network. Uh, of course, you can. Try yourself to pick the games if you want to and win a little bit of money. And if you do so, use the promo code Locked On. And if you wait till after 7 p.m., use the promo code Locked On 25 to get $25 extra on deposits of $100 or more. Of course, uh, they will match your deposit up to $1,000 using the promo code Locked On. But because they want to give you the best service possible. They are offering you the extra $25 in free play on deposits of over $100 after 7 p.m. Eastern Time if you use the promo code LOCKEDON25. So again, go check out our great friends over at MyBookie and use the promo code LOCKEDON25 after 7 p.m. to get $25 off 
or twenty-five dollars in free play and enjoy the great service they have, the over-unders, the uh, over-unders on fantasy points, the great player perks, and remember they pay you in a timely fashion. It's like they say, you play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. So go check them out. But in terms of the game, talk about playing and winning. That's certainly what the Carolina Panthers did. First, we'll run through the stats real quick. Tam Newton, another impressive performance. 21 of 29, 219 yards, two touchdowns. His sixth straight game with at least two touchdown passes as he's just continuing to operate this offense so so efficiently you know you you have to love the way that he and North Turner are gelling together and really making this offense go uh and just the way that he's been spreading the ball around you know and then I kind of talked about this because I was actually fortunate enough to join Matt Williamson again on the Locked On NFL podcast. So uh, great, sh- a big shout-out to Matt for inviting me on again for the second week in a row. Really appreciate it. And uh, something I talked about with him was just how impressive it has been so far that or, – or, or let me kind of start it over. It's been really fun to watch how – Cam Newton has really spread the ball around in this offense. It's not just focusing on Christian McCaffrey, and it's not just focusing on Devin Funches or even Greg Olson. It's everybody getting involved. You know, like Greg Olson got his, of course. He had four catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Devin Funches, three catches, 27 yards. McCaffrey, four catches, 11 11 yards, one touchdown, but a lot of receivers are getting involved. I mean, eight different Panthers receivers were targeted, and seven different receivers had at least one catch, including uh, the leader of the bunch was actually the rookie, DJ Moore, and I'll talk about him in a little bit. As we, I'll just run through the, the receiving numbers real quick. DJ Moore... 5 for 90. Greg Olson, again, 456 and 1. Samuel, 3 for 28. Funches, 3 for 27. Uh, Ian Thomas, 1 for 15. McCaffrey, 4 for 11 in the touchdown. And Jarius Wright, 2 for 5. And with the rushing, uh, Cam Newton led the way there again. 10 carries, 52 yards in the touchdown. McCaffrey, 14 for 45 in a touch. DJ Moore, two carries for 39, and CJ Anderson got five carries for 20 yards. So, I mean, a lot of people, especially, and, you know, the CJ Anderson thing, too, is interesting because, of course, you know, there's been a little bit of speculation with uh, is he going to get traded at the trade deadline. And, I mean, the trade deadline is still coming, so you're probably still going to have that talk, but uh, you can see that he is still kind of involved a little bit in the offense not obviously not a whole lot but uh sprinkling him a little bit in there to kind of give McCaffrey a little bit of a breather so he's still involved somewhat but uh, obviously this is still the Christian McCaffrey show at least in the backfield and the nice thing with McCaffrey is he bailed out the Panthers on a couple of plays 
you know, there were two, actually three plays I can think of. Two were those uh, batted passes. The one was the touchdown. One of those batted passes, I should say, because uh, the Panthers, if you recall, are down near the goal line. Newton is intending a pass for Devin Funches. It actually gets tipped at the line of scrimmage, I believe, by one of the Ravens defenders, and actually falls right into the hands of Christian McCaffrey, who ends up in the end zone. And Cam Newton just kind of shrugs his shoulders like... Just one of those, like, hey, like, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do there? Like, you know, it, it, it's almost like you, it, it, you're pleasantly surprised that something like that happened. And, um, you know, obviously this was, that that was pretty fun. And uh, just looking back, I believe that was the, uh, yeah, that was the third touchdown because it was tipped by Eric Weddle. And ended up landing in the hands of Christian McCaffrey, who ran it in for a six-yard touchdown. That put the Panthers up 21-7. to So, and then there was another another play late in the first half. Uh, similar situation with the ball being tipped, and McCaffrey ended up catching the ball. He ended up going out of bounds. This is when the Panthers were driving on that final drive of the first half and it at least stopped the clock. It lost a few yards, but it at least stopped the clock. So they're able to save their timeout. Uh, that, that drive of course, eventually led to the field goal. And what was a weird series of events? If you recall, uh, the Panthers are just outside of field. I think they said it would have been about a 62 yard field goal. If they wanted to attempt from kind of where they were, and, I mean, we know Graham Gano can hit a 62-yarder. But they ended up, uh, I mean, there was a whole, it was like a whole mess of things. Uh, at first it seemed like it was intentional, but I believe they said they felt it was actually not intentional. The delay of game penalty. And then all of a sudden, uh, Taylor Heineke comes out. And it's not even a Hail Mary. Um, you know, the defense is pretty much cleared out because you have all the receivers. But then here's Greg Olson, like, right right on the left side, wide open. So Heineke dumps it to him. And Olsen's able to gain a few yards, get out of bounds, stop the clock. Because that was with five seconds left at the start of the play. And Olsen's able to get out of bounds with two seconds left. Setting up a closer field goal, which Gano, of course, nailed, which put the Panthers up 24-7 at the half. Heineke was asked about that play, and he said, quote, Oh my god, um, it was chaotic. Scott, as in Scott Turner, the quarterback's coach, and Rivera just look at me real quick and go, Go swing it. I look at the play clock, and there's only 15 seconds. I'm like, shit. I snap, I look up, and I see eight guys running at me. I just hear Geo screaming. And then, so I, I mean, that that was, it was just a weird sequence of events. But obviously, it all worked out in the Panthers' favor because they got three points out of it. Uh, so it put them up three possessions. You know, it, it just kind of solidified what was an excellent first down. And I'm kind of getting back to where I was before I move on. 
the uh, the Christian McCaffrey, the one other Christian McCaffrey play was his first touchdown, in which you had uh, he actually I, I believe that was the play. I know there was one play that he basically ran ran into the back of one of his linemen and bounced it to the outside. I think it was that play. I think it was that play, and um, you know he, he tried running it up the middle, runs I believe into the back of. Van Roten bounces it outside and finds the end zone. So I mean, a lot of a lot of good plays, but a lot of lucky plays as well uh, for for Christian McCaffrey and the Panthers. But hey, sometimes you need a little bit of luck to get you through, and it it certainly helped the Panthers in this case. So we'll take a minute, come back, talk a little bit more about this game, including. Uh, who I thought was one of the big stars of this game, DJ Moore. We'll get into that in a minute, but first I want to thank one of our great sponsors over at BlueChew.com. Hey, guys, remember you when you were always ready to go, those good old days when you had that confidence, you were ready to go, but it just wasn't happening? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So listen up, because we've got a special order, a special deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, one word. All you have to do is pay $5 in shipping, and that's it. So, again, BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code locked on. Try it for free. It's the better, the cheaper, and the faster choice. And we thank them so much for sponsoring the podcast and the Locked On Network. And also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Vivid Seats. I'm Guys, I'm like you. You know, I, I love a night out every so often. Maybe you guys went out uh, to see a good show with... Uh, over the over the hollow, Halloween weekend or whatever the case may be, and you know sometimes you want to save a little bit of money as well when doing so. Well, here's your chance to save some money, get a great price on tickets to your favorite concert or sporting event, whatever the case may be, with Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort them by price, or you can look for seats in the section and row of your choice. And to make things even better. Vivid Seats is offering new customers an exclusive promo code to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. All you have to do is go to the Apple Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, and use the promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app, enter the promo code Locked On, and get $20 off your orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make memories that last a lifetime, and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's continue talking about this excellent win, and let's talk about our buddy DJ Moore, who, like I said before the break, I think he was one of the stars, if not the star of the show. It was actually a career day for him with five catches. First time this season he's had five catches and 90 yards. Uh, that's that's also a career high in terms of a single season or single game uh, receiving yardage. I believe his previous high was like 40-some. So uh, five catches, 90 yards. Also, two carries for 39 yards, so almost 130 total yards for DJ Moore in this one. And the interesting thing, of course, is that it comes against the team that plays in the state where Moore played his college ball. Obviously, he played at Maryland. They were playing the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, The only thing that would have made this more fitting if, if this game was in Baltimore, but it was not. But, you know, just as good playing at home in front of... Uh, the the Panthers crowd uh, being making this kind of your career game, and you saw the big playability. You know, you saw more kind of be all over the field. So you're starting to see more the flashes of what DJ Moore can be, what kind of receiver he can be in this offense, uh, and it just can you know he continues to grow, and you can start to see. Uh, Cam Newton put more faith in him, put more trust in him, which is uh, you know certainly very nice to see. Uh, he was one of the, in fact, he actually he also tied Christian McCaffrey with six targets, and again hauling in five of them. And again, they were kind of all over the field. So you know, really impressed with the performance that DJ Moore had. Now we just got to get him into the end zone, but uh, nonetheless, you know, this is kind of his breaking out party, and again, seeing seeing all these receivers get involved is, is really nice to see, you know, as in terms of, like I said, spreading the ball around and opening up the offense, because I think, and this is another thing I talked about too with Matt on Locked On NFL, is that you know, North Turner has done an excellent job meshing old school with new school. And what I mean by that is, you know, we, we discussed North Turner at the time of the signing, or at the time of the hiring, I should say, uh, you know, at points during the offseason in terms of he had never really worked with a quarterback the caliber of Cam Newton or, or in other words, like the mobility factor of Cam Newton. He had always kind of worked with, you know, your classic drop back, stay in the pocket type quarterback. You know, we know him obviously with his time with uh, Philip Rivers when he was head coach of the Chargers. 
uh, you know, Troy Aikman when he was the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys, you know, but he never really had a such a mobile quarterback like he does now with Cam Newton and the way he's been able to incorporate his offense and his schemes with the skill set of Cam Newton and kind of blend everything together has given you the product that you see now and the effectiveness that you see now in terms of, you know, how, how effective this offense can be. I mean, you, you kind of saw today was like a perfect example of what this offense can be and how kind of explosive it can be, how dominant it can be, you know, there, cause there's, there's not many teams in the league right now, especially in the NFC that, have the group of talent and the group of skill players that the Carolina Panthers have. You know, I said it last week with Matt, and I'm still saying it today. I even wrote it in the, the piece I wrote for Panthers Wire after the game that you can make the argument that the Panthers are the third best team in the NFC right now behind the Rams and the Saints. And, you know, again, the the Rams are in a class of their own. You know they were in a dogfight today. On today, well, Sunday. If you're listening to this on Monday, recording this on Sunday, but they were in a dogfight this week uh, with the Packers, but ended up getting the victory within what was almost like a road game for them. You know, if you heard how kind of pro Packers crowd they were, that it was out there in L.A., you would have thought they were playing in Green Bay, but nonetheless, the Rams are eight and zero, and then. You know, the Saints have just been playing outstanding as well. I mean, you know, at, at the time I started this recording, it was like 30-13, to 13, eventually became 30-20. to 20. But, you know, the, the Saints just were looking so good against the Vikings. They're, they're like the Panthers, you know, just a, a complete team. We've always known they had a great offense, and the defense has been stepping up. You know, Marcus Davenport... So far, looks like the gamble has paid off for the Saints. But then after that, you know, you you can make a good argument that the Panthers are next. I mean, I know the Redskins defeated the Panthers, and they both have the same record at five and two. But the Panthers just look like overall they're they're just they just look like a more complete team than the Redskins. And not taking anything away from the Redskins because. You know, the the offense has certainly picked up now with Alex Smith under center. And the, their defense looks really good. There, there's no question, especially that front line. I mean, with Jonathan Allen and uh, Deron Payne, that, that defensive front just looks really, really good. But let's see them keep doing this against stronger teams. Because, I mean, their collection of wins isn't the greatest. You know, yes, they beat the Panthers, but other than that, they re- they really haven't beaten anybody uh, of of note. I mean, and and they've lost to the the Colts, who have certainly been up and down, to say the very least. They're only three and five, and then of course they had the Monday night game against the the Saints, and they got absolutely blown out. You know, it, that that game was, was never close. They really, and then other than that, you know, they've beaten 
two win Arizona. I mean, they beat the Packers, but the, the Packers are very inconsistent. Uh, and then they just beat the Giants, who, of course, you could argue are the worst team. Whereas the Panthers, of course, they've beaten some good teams. Dallas isn't too bad. Cincinnati's 5-3. and three. Philadelphia looks like they're getting back to where they were after their win over the Jaguars. And then even... Even this week against the Ravens, you know the Ravens are four and four, but their defense have been playing so good all season, and that just makes this win even more impressive because they put up 36 points against the Ravens defense that came into Week Eight, like I think top five in the league in total defense. I think they were second against the pass. I mean they they were high up there against the pass, and you know, again, like top five, I think, or something in total off or, or total defense. And the Panthers put up almost 400 yards of offense on them. And oh, by the way, the Ravens also came into week eight with the most sacks in the league with 27. I had a big fat goose egg in that department against the Panthers. I mean, there was very little pressure again on cam newton i mean for most of the game he had a clean pocket there were some times obviously that he had to scramble a bit and was pressured but he did not get sacked and that's a credit to the offensive line which i will continue to say has blown me away with the way they've been able to gel together after all the injuries in the preseason you know, I mean, this at the start of the season, this was almost like a makeshift line. And then, you know, you bring in Chris Clark off the street and you plop him right in at left tackle. Well, Chris Clark has been playing pretty damn good since he's come to the Panthers. And then, you know, Taylor Moten just continues to dominate, really. I mean, he, he's just been so effective. And again, a credit to the entire line uh, for not allowing a sack against, like I said, what has been a really good Ravens defense so you know there there's there's definitely an argument to be made that the Panthers are the third best team in the NFC right now and um, you know I, I just think they're going to continue to get better I think the fact that you are showing now that you're tough to scheme against because you just have so much talent it, it's going to be hard for opposing defenses and that's why next week is going to be a long week, I think. You know, starting to look ahead to next week, they play the Buccaneers. Buccaneers defense is not good. <laughs> well, let's let's start by saying that right now. The Buccaneers defense is not good. This Panthers offense is going to get after them, and they are going to continue to score points. It's just a matter of is Fitzmagic back? Because as you guys, I'm sure have seen, Ryan Fitzpatrick got back into to. Uh, Got back into the quarterback role because Jameis Winston just is unreal right now. This is amazing how much he has fallen off. You know, he throws four interceptions against the Bengals, gets benched, and then Fitzpatrick nearly leads a big comeback against the Bengals, but uh, ended up falling short. And now the Bucs are 3-4, and continuing to show that that 2-0 start was a bit of a fluke because that's now four out of five losses. Um, but again, so, you know, you look at 
that that to me is like the big matchup right now and where the Panthers are going to have the biggest advantage is that this offense is going to really get after the Buccaneers defense I think I I don't know how the Bucs are going to even slow this offense down over the course of four quarters you know I I don't want to get too confident or too ahead of myself but I mean I'm already starting to feel pretty good about the Panthers' chances next week against the Buccaneers. But, I mean, they got to get ready because this could be a classic trap game because it's a tough, you know, you're playing an inferior opponent against the Buccaneers. And then you've got the short week coming. Because, remember, after Sunday, it's the Thursday night game against the Steelers. So, you know, this could be a classic trap game. So the Panthers have to be ready. But, I'm, you know, I, I can't see why they wouldn't be. It's a divisional battle, you know, and obviously – uh, these division games are key, especially since, you know, you've only played one so far and you lost it against the Atlanta Falcons. So these games are still important. So the Buccaneers or, or the Panthers have to be ready for the Buccaneers. And uh, I, I see no reason to think they wouldn't be, especially playing at home. So we'll take one more quick break, come back and kind of wrap things up here on this Victory Monday edition of Locked On Panthers, but before we get into that, I want to thank another great sponsor, our friends over at Swap.com. Hey, listen, guys, isn't it crazy how much we pay for new brand name clothes? Why do we buy new kids' clothes if they're just going to outgrow them in a few months? You know, wouldn't it be great if there was a place that we could get, find great discounts? You know, s- save a lot of money on gently used clothes. Now there is Swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store where you can save up to 90% off retail price on your favorite brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, and Gap. Listen, stop driving store to store and sifting through racks. You guys can easily sift through millions of clothes right here on Swap.com in just seconds with easy-to-use filters to find just what you need. Because listen, guys, over 14 million tons of textiles are wasted each year. And shopping secondhand at Swap.com helps prevent that waste from polluting the environment, which is something we can all feel good about. So again, go to you can check out Swap.com. They've got just about every – they've got so many brand names, and you could save a lot of money. Uh, they've got quality hand-inspected items that are added to daily. And if something doesn't fit – you can enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days. So listen up. Special offer for you listeners. Use the promo code Locked On. Again, that's one word, Locked On, just like all the other codes. Same thing. Locked On gets you 35% off select items for your first order. So again, swap.com, promo code Locked On. 35% off select items on your first order. And you can find new deals every day on swap.com's homepage. So again, that's swap, swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
And of course, a shout out to our friends at Loki. Uh, you know, they've been with us a couple weeks. I uh, just want to continue to give them a shout out. Again, they're great. They're a great product with the with the game day collection. Again, the great uh, bracelet that they have with the Panthers colors, and of course, you know, their big the fact that they have the daily balancing. You know. Uh, water again holds water from Mount Everest, which is you know if, if you've ever seen the bracelet, it's it, it, they're all they're all kind of like made like balls in a sense. Uh, the white one in the middle uh, is the water from Mount Everest, and on the other side is the black all black one. That's the mud from the Dead Sea, and again, it's a constant reminder to keep a balance between the highs and the lows in life because uh, of course Mount Everest is the highest point on Earth, Dead Sea is the lowest point on Earth. Uh, so, you know, it's that daily reminder to just keep a good balance in life. Again, especially someone like me, you know, always trying to, uh, you know, with a lot of stuff that I deal with on a daily basis, you know, obviously life happens. So this is a nice way to, to remember to just kind of calm down and take things easy. And again, the, the bracelet itself is real nice, you know, especially the Panthers one. It's got the Panthers logo. It's got the Panthers colors, the blue, the black, the silver, gray it's got it all so it's just awesome uh so if you guys want to check it out yourself you just go to lokai.com it's l-o-k-a-i.com and use the promo code panthers25 to save 25 percent off their entire game day collection and i mean they've got a lot of bracelets you know again it's not just the nfl if you guys want to check out the nhl if you guys are a fan of the uh carolina hurricanes or if you're a fan of Clemson football, number two in the nation, they've got them. Or North Carolina, North Carolina State, they got it all. So go check them out. Panthers25 is the promo code, and you get 25% off the game day collection. So to kind of wrap things up here, uh, so again, big win for the Panthers. Again, just, you know, you, you have to be impressed with just how effective they were on offense, how effective they were on defense. Uh, you know, especially, you know, I, I got to touch on this note too, cause I haven't touched on it yet, but the three takeaways from the defense, uh, the two interceptions and the fumble recovery, you know, start of the second quarter, Kyle Love basically blows up Alex Collins in the backfield, forces the fumble and the Panthers recover. So it started the second quarter with a bang and that really kind of helped get the Panthers in motion, really build that momentum. And, you know, the, the Ravens never really seemed to recover after that. And then the two interceptions, you know, the, the one was thanks to the pressure uh, from the Panthers, you know, Flacco scrambling right is just outside the sideline, throws almost across his body and ends up right into Mike Adams hands. Uh, so big play for Adams, but a poor, poor throw up from Flacco. And, you know, that's also something else, I talked about quick with Matt Williamson was, you know, not to take anything away from the Panthers defense, but Flacco was a mess. Flacco was, it, it was far from his best game. You know, look, looking at Flacco's numbers, he ended up 22 of 39 for just a buck 92, one touchdown in those two interceptions. Uh, and then Lamar Jackson came in toward the end of the game when the game was basically out of reach. Goes four or five, 46 yards, but he also threw a touchdown. Um, but again, so Mike Adams had an interception. 
as did uh, Captain Mullen. Of course, Captain Mullen is going to be someone we're going to track now because he ended up with a hamstring injury during the game. Ron Rivera said it kind of tightened up on him. So we'll see as the week goes on. Uh, Corn Elder, of course, ended up replacing him. Uh, and I mentioned, you know, if Munnerlin can't go, you know, Corn uh, Elder, I'm still pretty, you know, I've always been a fan of Corn Elder. But, you know, certainly you'd like to have Cornell or uh, Captain Munnerlin out there. But if you have to roll a Corn Elder, then so be it. And, of course, you know, you are facing three good. Uh, receivers next week in Mike Evans, um, Chris Godwin, and Deshaun Jackson. But the question, of course, is who's going to be the quarterback, whether it's Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nonetheless, you know, Tampa Bay looks like they're a bit of a mess. But again, you know, big plays for the defense there with the two interceptions on Flacco, you know, and they held Alex Collins to just 49 yards rushing on 11 carries. Again, I think the fact that uh, the Panthers got out to as big of a lead they did in at halftime and into the third quarter, you know, the Panth or the Ravens had to kind of get away from the running game. And usually that kind of spells bad news when you start to get a little one-dimensional like the like the Ravens kind of ended up being in, you know, as the game progressed and especially in, into the second quarter. But uh, like I said, nonetheless, big win for the Panthers against a very good defense. Again, final score, Panthers 36, Ravens 21. Panthers now 5-2 and two on the season. Still holding strong to that first wild card in the NFC, the second wild card at the moment is actually the uh, Chicago Bears at four and three. Uh, actually, actually, it was Chicago going into the Sunday night game um, with New Orleans leading, and I believe about to win. Uh, actually, at the time of this recording, it did go final. Saints won 30-20, so Saints are now six and one. Vikings 4-3-1, so actually Chicago now leads the North at 4-3. Second wild card at the moment now is actually the Seattle Seahawks at 4-3. So, uh, you know, just real quick, I'll run through the NFC playoff standings, and then we are going to get out of here. So it's the Rams at 8-0, Saints 6-1, Redskins 5-2, Bears 4-3. Those are your division leaders. Panthers hold the first wild card at five and two. Seahawks at four and three, and then right behind them you've got the Vikings at four three and one. Packers at three three and one. Eagles at four and four, and then a host of three and four teams. So Panthers looking good as far as the playoffs go. I mean, obviously a lot of a lot of time to go. Uh, still nine games to play, but uh, you have to really like the position that the Panthers are in heading into week nine against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And of course we'll talk more about the Buccaneers as the week progresses again, hoping to get the crossover in this week. Um, you know, unfortunately, fortunately we weren't able to get the crossover last week, hoping to get it in this week with the boys over at locked on bucks. But until then, uh, 
We're going to wrap it up here, or at least, you know, for now, we'll wrap it up, I should say. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I know I kind of yapped quite a bit, but, you know, certainly, you know, you could, you could talk for a good while on this one with all the, all the stuff that went on. But we're going to stop it there and let you guys enjoy Victory Monday here. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. Remember to find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow my work at Panthers Wire, Bengals Wire, and my college basketball work, which will be starting soon, which I will have an announcement soon about the new home of where I'll be posting my bracketology post. So very excited to get that underway. But until next time, keep it locked here with me, Bill Rossetti, on the L-O-P podcast that's locked on Panthers. Enjoy Victory Monday, and we'll see you next time right here. Until then, take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.